Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. You're listening to The Strata, a Beyond the Dark production. Season 6, Rejuvenation. Part 4. go, Cav. Hot cup of dregs, as ordered. Yeah, thanks. How'd you sleep? Mm, same as always. That good, huh? Uh, how about you? Had a late one, but I'm fine. Raring to go. I hope you're ready to put that energy to good use. Oh? Doing what? Sitting around while nothing happens. Rankin is still playing it safe, huh? Playing it safe? The guy has become a goddamn saint. Hasn't put a foot out of line since we started tailing him. Three whole days. That has got to be a record for him. Ah, something's definitely off. You think he made us? I doubt it. Rankin would have ditched that sensor by now if they knew we had ears on him. In that case, the little chat he had with Scarage must have set him straight. He's being extra careful. I definitely get the vibe of a guy who's walking on eggshells. Yeah. So we're wasting our time. Ah, uh, I... I don't know. Maybe. Oh, hang on. This might be something. What's that number? Black Hall Lockup? Yeah, you got it. Who's calling? I'm hoping it's Carver, the gang Lord Russ told us about. I've been waiting forever to hear back from him. Just, uh, just hang on a second. Hello? Uh, who's this? No, who's this? You called me. How do you not know who I am? I was given a number, so I called it. You're gonna answer my question, you senile old geezer. This is Detective Kavanaugh, from the Midtown Police Department. Never heard of you. I was expecting a call from an inmate called Carver. Yeah, that's my boss. So why am I talking to you? Just your lucky day, I guess. Listen, I don't have time for this shit. The name's Gnarly. Pleased to meet you, Detective. Huh? Where's Carver? He's busy. 
sent me as his representative. Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's talk. Hang on, hang on. First, I'll need to give you my list of demands. Demands? What do you think this is? A hostage negotiation? This phone call ain't free, you know. No, no, no. That's not how this works. First, you answer my questions. After that, we'll see if your information is worth anything. <laughs> Hardly sounds fair, but okay. Go right ahead. I heard through the grapevine that Carver and Scarridge have put together some kind of deal. That Carver is in fact now working for Scarridge. I'm not at liberty to confirm or deny that. If Mr. Carver is willing to provide some inside information, reliable information, I could see about helping you out with your situation. You mean like Mr. Carver becoming an informant or something? Oh, uh, something like that. What would Mr. Carver and myself get out of this deal? Say, an early release? Like today? I can't do that. But I know some guards. Uh, they might be willing to. Oh, guards? You know some guards? They can make your life easier in Black Hall. Guards are useless. Oh, really? Yeah. Ever heard of a guy called Talon? He thought he was real tough, strutting around Black Hall like he owned the place, always mouthing off and getting in people's faces, right up until the moment he got his head blown off by the Fortunato crew. The guards can help with your protection. Get you a few perks. The only thing I care about is getting out of this shithole. Same goes for Mr. Carver. If you want to unlock the front door for us, then sure. I can tell you a bit about Skerridge. Uh, not gonna happen. Then you're no use to us. Put Carver on the line. Mr. Carver's only got one message for you, geezer. You listening? <sighs> yeah. Go to hell! Perfect. Just perfect. Hmm, nice girl. It was a long shot, but I had to try. Want me to, uh, do some more research on Carver? Maybe there's another angle we could use. Something else he wants. I've already looked into it, and I don't see anything. I kind of expected the phone call might go down like that, to be honest. Another dead end. Right. Another dead end. So it's back to square one. What other leads can we chase up? There are no other leads. All of Scarridge's old lieutenants are too smart, too slick. That takes us back to Rankin. He was supposed to be the loose cannon. So we wait for him to slip up. Which may not even happen now. Not the way he's been acting the last few days. We just need to be patient, Cav. Ah, this is all my fault. I was the one who stirred the hornet's nest. That's why Rankin got his ass kicked and why he's now playing it safe. Let's just wait a bit longer. What are you doing on that thing now? Just another grid search. Looking for ideas. Eileen the phone junkie. <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day. Well, I never realized the potential of these things before. Plus, those cataracts of mine weren't good for reading the screen. <laughs> cataracts. 
That reminds me of the time old man Gutenberg had me dead to rights in that skin club over on 42nd Street. You remember that? Hmm? Uh, yeah. <laughs> A gun in each hand and murder in his heart. <laughs> he had a clear shot straight across the dance floor. His cataracts has gotten so bad he... Are you even listening to me? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember it. Uh, Gutenberg. <laughs> I, I can't believe you didn't get your head blown off with all those bullets flying around. I couldn't aim with those cataracts. Yeah. Not really enough a chance. They're trying to talk me out of it. But Mr. Scarage told you to keep your nose clean, right? I'm doing this for Scarage, you idiot. No, just drive the car. What's going on here? We could be on to something. Let's follow and see what happens. There they are. Four cars up. I got it. Lock in that, uh, scanner again, huh? Tonight's a big one. I need everything to go by the numbers on this shipment. No mistakes. This is just a standard shipment, boss. Nothing to get worked up about. You see? This is why I need to be there. You don't know shit. Huh? Scarage is making his new selection tonight. Can you imagine how he'd react if he hears something went wrong over at the docks while that was happening? He'd lose his shit. Oh, a selection. I get it. That's the worst possible time to bother him, in case you didn't know. Gotcha. So, this thing is gonna run smoother than freshly minted plasti skin. You got it? Yeah, yeah. Sure, Mr. Rankin. You hear that? This could be our chance. Yeah. What do you think Scarage is up to? The selection thing? I don't know what that is. Never heard it mentioned before now. There's no way he'd turn up at a Trank exchange. It must be something else. Yeah, but... what? Maybe if we follow them long enough, we'll find out. They've stopped down there. At the docks. I see them. Heading into storage three. Okay, this is it. Let's go. Watch your step in the dark. I'll go on ahead. Yeah, you do that. Ahead, bright scan lights illuminate the docks. Automated cranes cast shadows as they stack cargo, quick and precise. Eileen disappears through the maze of containers. By the time I catch up, she's already at the door, patching into the security system. Everything, uh, okay? Yeah. Let's go. Get the hell off of me! Orlov, 
Help! <sighs> your pal's out cold, Rankin. And unless you want my partner to break your arm, I'd lie still. Kavanaugh, wrinkled old piece of shit. I appreciate the compliment, but I'm not here to exchange pleasantries. I ain't done nothing wrong. Oh, so if we open that container you were carrying, we're not going to find a motherload of Trank? Go to hell. Huh. Yeah. You got yourself knee-deep in shit this time, didn't you, Rankin? I want a lawyer. Listen. As of this moment, Scarage is no longer your friend. A lawyer isn't going to help you. The only thing standing between you and a long stay in the lockup is the two of us. Scarage? Don't even know who you're talking about. Be smart for once in your life, Rankin. If you don't give us Scarage, you're gonna rot away in a dark cell at the bottom of Black Hall. For what? Why would you bother protecting him? Considering the way he's treated you. He's not paying you as much as his other lieutenants, is he? You've been listening in on my conversations, huh? It's true, isn't it? He treats you like shit. Treats me like a kid. So go ahead. Show him you're not. What's in it for me? You give us Scarage, and we'll cut your deal. We'll go easy on you. But this is a one-time-only deal. You talk to us now, or it's over. After that, we grind you into dust. The whole works. Maybe Scarage will decide you're worthless to him once you're in Black Hall and organize for someone to stick a blade in your neck. <sighs> okay. Okay. What do you need? Testimony from you about all the nasty shit Scarage is into. And your cooperation with the Sting operation. We want to catch him red-handed. If you want to catch him red-handed, you could do that yourselves tonight. Right now. What are you talking about? He's gonna be there in person, for his selection. What is that exactly? Scarage likes to bring in girls that he can choose to take back to Highgate City. Use them as his girlfriend. Or sex slave or some shit, I don't know. Bring in girls from where? The Deadlands, I think. Maybe even the Southern Outposts. Human trafficking? We could throw the book at him. He brings him in on an old shuttle network, out in the Ag Farm district. Why does he go there in person? I thought he stayed out of this crap. He doesn't like anyone getting their hands on his girls. Likes them pristine, untouched. Do you know where and when? If you're gonna cut a deal, then I could tell you exactly where. And as for when, it's happening right now. So you better hurry. Come on, you two. Walk. I'm not gonna carry you. Get those cruisers open! Come on, let's move it! What do you want done with them, Detective? Back to the station house. Put them in confinement. Go in the back door and make sure no one sees you. What's the deal? We don't want word on the street that we've nabbed these two. At least for a couple of hours. Could jeopardize our investigation. Right. Got it. Eileen, let's hit the road.
As we drive through the darkness, I try not to let my emotions get away from me. In all the years I've been chasing Scarage, I've never been this close. My heart starts to thump in my chest with anticipation, and I force myself to take a few deep breaths. We head up a rise into the Ag Farm District, and buildings become scarce. There are no people, just automated harvesters moving endlessly inside sealed biodomes. As we get higher, I see Dockerton and parts of Midtown through the smog, a vast expanse of shimmering light. I've spent my whole life trying to protect the strata and make it a better place. But looking at it now, I'm not sure if I've done any good. Innocent people, like Annie, are still dying out there every day. And it seems that with each passing year, the problems get worse. Annie, why is it that everything still reminds me of her? Even now, when my focus should be on the job, I can't push the thought out of my mind. The memory of returning to my apartment that rainy night, ten years ago. open. Okay. Whoever's in my apartment, this is the Midtown PD. You better come out right now or I'll use you for target practice. You hear me? All right. Have it your way. I found her on the floor in a patch of moonlight. She'd almost made it back to the kitchen. Annie! To the stool she used to sit at whenever I made pancakes for breakfast. God damn it! Annie! Hey! Are you okay? God, speak to me, honey! Oh, God, you're so damn cold! Hang on. You hang on, baby. I'm gonna get help. It was too late. And I already knew that. I sat there in the darkness and held her while I waited for the med crew to arrive in the same place I'd rocked her to sleep as a little girl years before. All the while, I was torn by the thought that she'd finally come home to me and that I hadn't been there to help. The biotox report showed that she'd been dead for a few hours. There was Trank in her system a lot of it, but not just that, a poison of some sort, the lab couldn't tell me what, something exotic, hard to identify, but it was enough to reveal that this was no accident, she was murdered, no doubt about it.
Cav? You with me? I'm not losing you again, am I? Just imagining what I'm gonna do to Scarage when I get my hands on him. Easy, partner. Don't get carried away with your emotions. Carried away? You're making this whole thing sound like a personal vendetta. Personal? Of course it's personal. This is Scarage we're talking about. I know. I know. I get it. He's a gang lord, and it's our job to take down guys like our him. Our job? Is that all you've got invested in this, Eileen? A goddamn paycheck? Kev. You have no idea what's at stake here, do you? Calm down. You're all worked up. I have every right to be worked up. This case still means something to me. Not like you, spending half your time surfing the grid or finding your next hookup. Wait just a damn minute here. Tell me the reason we've been hunting Scarage all these years. What? Tell me. Why, Scarage? He's a gang lord. He kills people and... Because it's our job, right? Well... You don't remember my girl, Annie. What he did to her. He... He... He killed her. Tell me one thing you remember about her. One thing. I... And what about that night at the skin club with old man Gutenberg when he should have shot me dead? You remember that too? Of course. Bullshit! You said you were amazed that I didn't get hit with all the bullets flying around. Yeah, so? There were no bullets. That was the point of the story. Gutenberg's eyes were so bad, he accidentally loaded blanks that he used in his stage act instead of live rounds. That's why he didn't kill me. Not because he couldn't shoot straight. Listen, Kev, your war stories all start to sound the same after a while. My stories? Those were our stories, Eileen. Things we did together. But ever since that procedure of yours, you don't talk about him anymore. And now I know why. That's not fair. How much of the real Eileen did they scrape out when they gave you that overhaul, huh? You have no idea what I went through, Calf. Rejuvenation isn't day surgery. It's weeks of pain and misery. You got a few joints fixed up. So what? A few joints? My body was completely rebuilt. Muscles, tendons, even the nervous system gets rolled over and the cell replacement therapy? Don't get me started on that. It's a goddamn nightmare. And I guess something that radical would have side effects, huh? Just about any procedure in a bioclinic has side effects, Cav. Changes to taste and smell, insomnia, and... And memory loss. In some cases... But when you weigh it up against the benefits... No. No, you don't get to shrug this one off, Eileen. You sacrificed the best parts of yourself just so you could see a pretty face in the mirror again. Oh, really? They offered me a pension when I made it to retirement age. A big one. I could be floating in a nice off-world habitat right now. Far away from here. But I chose to come back. I chose... To rejuvenate so that I could keep chasing after guys like Scarage. 
So don't you dare lecture me about sacrifice. Oh, don't worry. This is the last lecture you're gonna get. After tonight, we're done. You can start looking for a new partner. How does that sound? Fine with me. You've been slowing me down this whole time anyway, with your old school methods and that broke-ass body of yours. Oh, oh, yeah. Right. Old school. That's funny. At least this body is still mine. Every scar and wound is a memory. Not like you. You've covered those up, haven't you? It's like you've erased everything that made you the person you once were. Just keep your foot on the pedal, huh? I could get out and run faster than this. Hey, go for it. Not gonna object. Just shut it, Cav. I'm tired of your bullshit. What's that, huh? You found another teenager to hook up with. It's a waypoint alert. We're less than five minutes from the target. God damn it. What is it? We never had a fight like that before. Not even once. It's been building ever since you came back. You just want to pin this whole thing on me, huh? I haven't changed. Not one bit. Maybe that's the problem. There's some twisted logic for you. Okay, okay. Let's drop it. You sure? Maybe we should take a detour for a group therapy session. Or some other touchy-feely shit you kids are doing. I'm sure Scarage won't mind waiting. Screw therapy. How about just being professional until this is done? I can be professional. Glad to hear it. Tune that scanner again, will ya? And get your head straight. Get my head straight? What about you? Don't worry about me. I've waited forever for this moment. I'm more ready than you could know. Hey listeners, I'd like to invite you to join the Darksiders, a community where we discuss all things related to the Strata and other upcoming podcasts from Beyond the Dark Productions. We share news, exclusive previews, and talk about characters and events inside the fictional universes of Beyond the Dark. It's good fun. Check it out over at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Season 6. Rejuvenation. Starring Trent Trachtenberg, Kelsey Mayer, Jason Churai, Rhiannon Marshall, Michelle Kong, Connor Howard, Eamon Layton, Nick Alfano, Sean Madsen, Brock Mills, Catabelle Ansari, Richard Braddock, Tyler Tice, Asante Barberin, Brett Travers, and AJ Goss. Created by Mark R. Healy. A Beyond the Dark production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain 
is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good. Their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.